Ladies and gentlemen, you're now tuned in to Let's Talk Battle Rap Podcast. Usually the Battle Rap Podcast of New York, but today the Battle Rap Podcast of Inglewood? As always, log on to letstalkbattlerap.com. Follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at LTBR Podcast. And follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Program V. Now today, we got a very special guest on the line. We got a young man that's representing the West Coast, that's making his way out here and making no bones about it. He's ruffling a lot of feathers. In my opinion, he is one of the top punches out here in the game right now. The man has not lost a battle in over three years. How many of your favorites can say that? Now, with all that being said, I got none other than the West Coast representative, Saint in the building. Saint, what's the deal, baby? Deal, man. Yeah, man. How you feeling, play boy? Shit. We out here, you know, trying to expand the brand. I'm glad that y'all had me on. Oh, for sure, man. Now, you know, this was supposed to happen a while ago, but I'll be on my... You know, I was moving. I was doing this. I was doing that. But timing is of the essence because right now your stock is higher than ever. You know what I'm saying? So this is perfect timing, man. But... You know, I like to do my interviews a little bit different. I like for people to actually understand who you are and to get a full background on who Saint is. So we're going to get into all that now. Like I said in the beginning, you're from Inglewood, correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, for me, I'm I'm almost 40, big dog. Next year is going to be the big old English birthday for me. You know what I'm saying? So when I think of Inglewood, I think of like... Mac 10, all from the eye, like palm trees, 211, Bosco, those dudes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think a whole bunch of red rags and khaki suits and all that stuff. But um, obviously, things are different now because you watch shows like um that show on HBO where they're in Inglewood and all that. And things are a little different. So from your eyes, what's Inglewood like for, for a dude who's 23? You know what I'm saying? It's got to be completely different from what I thought Inglewood was like. What was growing up in Inglewood like? I mean, it was just like regular hood, you feel me? Well, the regular L.A. hood, like, just do go to school. Like, I'm a regular nigga. I just go to school, mm-hmm. you know, and stay out the way. Go play some basketball or some place or fucking go skateboard or smoke weed, do anything really it's not too much different from your stereotypical hood you feel me other than you know gangbanging right now but gang see gangbanging in la is like it's a whole it's its own culture like it's a it's a cultural thing i'm talking about like from the 60s you got great grandmothers and grandfathers who are gangbangers so how Easy, like if someone wants to completely stay out of the way, how easy or difficult is it for someone to stay out of the way of all of that? I mean, um, yeah, honestly, depend on your situation. If you got like people that's there to pick you up and to be dropping you off and do all this different type of shit, and you could really stay out of it. But who am I to say that the next person who got to you feel me walk to school all the time or something like that? that um you know they don't have situations where they might feel like they need to be in a in a gang or something like that just because you feel me that's the only people that they fuck with people that they know they might not have no 
family or no shit like that that could support them. You feel me? So it's, everybody have a different path in life. I try not to, you know, judge motherfuckers. Fact. No, definitely. No judgment here. You know what I mean? Did you, you grew up with both parents uh, in the crib? No, I just me and my mom. Okay, okay. You and your mom. But it sounds like mom, mama love was definitely there to make sure you was on the right path, though. Yeah, definitely. She was one of those. <laughs> she was on your ass? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> word, word. Oh, now, yo, if we go back to junior high school or high school, what kind of what kind of kid, what kind of student was Saint back in those days? Um, I was like, I wasn't no super duper like bad. Like, I was just enough to like not get the police called on me. You me? Like, <laughs> like I was doing all that type of shit, like fucking roasting the teacher, like arguing with somebody up in there, or having like joking around. You feel me? Like just a bunch of goof off type shit. Yeah. But at the same time, like I was like getting my shit done, so niggas. That would always be my line. I'm like, nigga, I'm getting A's and B's. I do whatever the fuck I want to do. Any y'all don't give a fuck. Right. So that was the type of nigga I am. I'm not, I was able to do my work, but still goof off and like make the fucking teachers mad and shit. <laughs> nah, I can relate to that, man. I was in the back of the class trying not uh, to yeah. laugh out loud, doing all that dumb shit, man. But uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah I got sent out of class a million times for laughing. Yo, did you have like that that one homie that when y'all in the same class is just like, yo, y'all just can't oh, stop yeah. laughing and busting up? Oh me, and uh, the thing about my my shit was like everybody's a fucking clown. Yeah, like the whole class, somebody gonna be in there clowning, so you gonna kick me out? You gonna have uh, another motherfucker <laughs> in there? It's not gonna stop. Teachers used to quit and shit like that. Shit y'all made them away. quit. Oh me, they used to do all type of shit. They used to throw water bottles at the motherfuckers. Oh, come on, bro! So used to go crazy. I wasn't, I wasn't a part of that shit, but I wasn't stopping it. You feel me? Yeah, I wasn't stopping <laughs> it. Yo, you would have looked crazy. <laughs> Y'all, come oh, on, man, God. chill. Don't throw the water bottles at him. Come on, man. Y'all I'm tripping? I'm like, oh damn, they just do the shit. They would have oh, pressed me. the line on you. Like, what? You, you on their side? Oh like, me. <laughs> Like hell no, no, I feel you on that, man. So, um, from that point though, like, did you so in junior high school and high school, like, what were your goals and aspirations? Because you know, when you're young, you're like, I want to be this, I want to be that. Like, what was in your mind back in them days? Um, I always wanted to own a business, so like, Mm. I was always the kid. Like, before I even touched high school, I was trying to like do all type of shit like i wanted i had a little idea where i wanted to go around the neighborhood and like take all the neighbors trash out for like five dollars a week you feel me or something from each neighbor yeah or shit like that i was on that type of shit ninth grade and shit i was selling gummy worms and shit like that so i was just on the the edge you feel me i wasn't I wasn't selling drugs. I was selling like gummy worms and candy and shit like that. And up in the up in the school hallways, they talk about you need a permit, but I don't really give a fuck. You feel a me? I'm selling my shit. <laughs> yeah, nigga, I got like, that pack. Fuck, got nigga, that I'm pack. Not gonna, I'm not bringing my candy to the principal and asking you niggas to sell my shit when it's like five motherfuckers in here selling shit. That sounds like, crazy. Nah, Yo, so that's what I was on. So were you cutting the prices? Were you short stopping everybody? No, I just had a product, a different product. So the nigga, um, 
the main nigga, he was the nigga that sold the gummy worms with the Kool-Aid on them. You feel me? You would uh-huh. put them shits on. So I was like, shit, I'll just sell the regular ones. And my shit used to sell out too. So some niggas was like, yeah, I don't like the Kool-Aid ones. I'll just fuck with the regular ones. So I'm like, yeah, that's my lane. <laughs> yeah, that sounds so but what crazy. happened after that uh-huh. was that niggas, uh, you see how niggas do. So niggas see me selling the regular ones. So niggas went and, uh, and figured out where to get the bigger like bags, but they selling the same price. So, you know, that mm. taught me that mm-hmm. you always got to be competitive out here because these niggas will fucking take your whole shit. That's a fact. So, all right. So this is dope. So what were you like marketing and promotion situation like to get your name out and like did you use yourself to sell it like yo i'm saint fuck with me like this is the cool pack right here like how did you separate yourself niggas and say i got uh it's always i look at the world like it's always a lane you feel me everything is in circulation you just gotta reach out and grab shit Mm -hmm. so i just walk up to niggas and be like hey i got gummy worms you feel me regular gummy worms you want these motherfuckers you trying to buy them and somebody gonna buy them and somebody not. And you can't, you just can't be discouraged when some people don't want to buy shit. Cause you got to think how many people it is in the world. Like everybody not going to fuck with your shit, but it's going to be people that fuck with it. So you just got to have confidence in yourself. Mm, that's a fact, man. And um, like, so going that into business minded, like what other kind of businesses did you, once you finished high school, like what, what, what was the go like okay i did the gummy worm thing like i understand what you know what my overhead is i understand what my profit is i understand what my re-up money is i understand what's a stash like have you always been good with money because of that definitely every time i need something i go to selling uh selling shit uh even in uh the 12th grade i went to selling um i learned how to pick my product out you feel me? Grand Theft Auto Five came out, and I was like, "Shit, I need some money." Mm-hmm. So I started selling little Sour Patch Kids. I was a senior in high school by this time, and I was, I have, I didn't fail, but it was some weird shit. Some weird shit going on in my school. But anyway, I had to take a tenth grade Spanish class, what? so I was up in there selling candy to the fucking tenth uh, graders. Man, I'm like, "Shit, what y'all niggas do? <laughs> y'all got the motherfucking." They like Sour Patch Kids. One day I tried to bring some Starbursts and them shit didn't sell out. I had to sell the rest the next day. But they was on the Sour Patch Kids like instantly every day. So I was like, okay. So certain products. You know, so it's all the lay of the land. Um, I didn't know what kind of business I wanted to open up. So uh, around high school, I just decided I would just go into real estate and start trying to sell real estate and shit like that. Okay. So that's probably, that's what that's gonna be my next little thing. I'm about to start going to real estate school so I can uh, get that cracking. Fire. Did you um you got any experience in that? Like did your mom like flip any homes or did you have any like uncles or whoever who was into that that got you into it? Like what got you into real estate? Um just I always wanted to um own property mm-hmm. and shit like that. I used to play games and shit where like they were, um, like, there was a game called Fable 2. You could buy shit, yeah. like, buy the properties and shit, and you would get money and shit like that. So I always was just interested in that type of shit. Um, my mom knows a couple of people, but there's nobody, like, immediately around me that does some real estate shit. Nah, you're a smart man. You'll start early in that, and, dog, start, yeah. start playing, you know, 
when I grew up, we didn't have the apps like that, right? Where you could buy stocks. Like you literally would have to be call up a white man. You know what I'm saying? The white man yeah, talks to the other white man on the floor, <laughs> sends a bunch of signals. You know what I'm saying? You outbidding people. They did it on paper. Now it's on your phone and you can invest like right oh, now. Yeah. Like, yo, $5 a day, literally dog. Like, cause you're going to blink and you're going to be 40 in no time. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Like, like, I think about that all the time. Like, I'm not even joking with you. Like, you're going to blink. You're going to be 40. Dog, it's you facts. invest $5 a day in a stock market, right? Probably get a return between 8 12%, depending on what the years are like, right? Yo, by the time you're 40, dog, that compound interest is six figures just sitting there waiting for you on McDonald's money. Man. Oh, God. On McDonald's money, dog. You know what I'm saying? So now it's all about just making those decisions. Hell yeah, man. That's yo, that's how people get rich. They think like investors. They think on how can I make my money work for me as opposed to like what could I cop with my money? You know what I'm saying? So exactly. now nah, it's good to hear that youngin got his head on straight, man. I appreciate hearing that, man, because we ain't always have people to tell us. We ain't have YouTube to just look up how to invest. You know what I'm saying? Like you had to be lucky yeah. to have someone in your corner. You know what I mean? But um, yo, outside. So so then, talk to me about um when you started rapping then, and like how did that all come about? Like when did the rapping come into play? Uh, I've been rapping since at least um twenty eleven when I was in ninth grade. Okay. Um, just yeah, that's actually when I started rapping. Uh, my first little freestyle. I did I did music first. My first little freestyle was over um big sean i do it it was mm. yeah, that shit mm. just came out uh, that was when this nigga big sean that was his first that was literally that nigga first hit yeah and i remember that bro, um, yeah that nigga was my favorite rapper for many years a punchline nigga you feel me i used to like that shit um so i started i was like shit i could rap and then i was just uh you know i always was a battle rap fan um even back then um mm watching i was a url nigga back then i was watching uh deacon frost versus who's that nigga battle way back then i think Big. oh so kind <laughs> with the white deacon hat frost oh god deacon um, frost deacon frost and big t had the little timer big t on god them yeah. niggas big t and hollow uh-huh. that type of shit um iron solomon so all, all that shit way back in 2011 i was watching okay fast forward I thought you would have been one of them new boys type of cats, man. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I wasn't fucking with the new boys. You wasn't part of that jerk shit. movement? Pause. Like, I, I, you know, I was in L.A., so, you know, I, I get my little jerk on every now and then. Hey, and yeah. I'll hop uh, in the circle and dance and try to get some bitches. Crumping and shit. But, <laughs> oh, God. But I wasn't, like, one of them niggas that was, like, in, like, a jerk crew making fucking videos and shit. Like, nah, we wasn't doing all that. Oh, so fast God. forward like three years, it's 2014. I graduate high school and shit. I'm pretty much just like November 2014. I'm like, shit, I got bars, nigga. I could battle. So I'm like, shit, uh, Google LA battle rap. So yeah. I found out how to uh, apply, pay my little tryout fee, little $25 to LABG, mm-hmm. and the rest is history. Man. So your first ever battle was on LABG? Yeah. So, um, how'd that go? 
Were you nervous? Oh, well, my first, first, first battle? Yeah, like your I first battle nervous. in life. Not even LABG. Like, did you battle like in high school or anything like that? Or before oh, yeah. the camera? I, I mean, I always did that shit. And yeah, you, you'll be nervous when it's a whole list of motherfuckers. Like, the whole school basically, like, coming to call you and shit. Like, I was one of them niggas, like, mm. in ninth grade, like, we would be in the lunchroom or some shit. They come and get me and come get, like, a couple other niggas. And it'll all be, like, a big-ass circle. And niggas would be roasting each other and shit. Uh, that's why I know how to take shit. Like, I remember... The first bar a nigga told me, and it wasn't even on no rap shit, because back then we just used to roast a nigga. A nigga told me he could skate my gap, my teeth. <laughs> I was like, uh. <laughs> that's some funny shit. So that's why I figured out how to, like, take shit, because niggas been doing this shit. Like, yeah. in high school, in senior year of high school, niggas was calling me champ, you feel me? Because I was out there smoking shit in little rap battles. Niggas would have little battles on the little hill and shit. Yeah. And I was the champ. You feel me? So that was, that was always my little lane, little rapper nigga. Copy. Yeah, because in New York, like, the way we had it is, like, yo, let's say you nice. I my man two blocks away is nice. You smoke him. Yeah. Yo, my man down there is nice. You smoke him. You could be hanging out at a barbecue. Yo, he's here. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Like, was it also like that out in L.A. where you went from, like, block to block and made it happen also? No, I wasn't, like, on no block to block shit. Like, I wasn't, like, just going around looking for niggas to rap with. Like, I was pretty much just, like, the best nigga in school. You feel me? I wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't, like, I went to View Park. It wasn't, like, I was going to walk up down the streets of Crenshaw and oh, go yeah. fucking say who's the best rapper over here and then go to fucking... Frederick Douglass and Horace Mann and all that. Yeah. yeah. You feel me? I'm not going to be doing all that. See, I but for, I'll be forgetting how political it is. Like, trying to go block to block to rap, you can get your ass clapped. Like, for real, for yeah. real. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't think about oh, that. God. <laughs> like, hey, crazy. man, who rap over it? Rap. <laughs> we ain't rapping. Where are you from, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's, but that's crazy, though, man. That's and my, that's why I said earlier, like, the L.A. shit, it's a typical hood uh, upbringing, but it's a little bit different because L.A., like, it's just a little bit different. Like, yeah, man, because see, because, like, in New York, you could be a rapper and you can go, don't get me wrong, you can go to any hood and get, you know, you can get your ass handed yeah. to you, you know what I'm saying? But right. it's like, if you go and you're like, yo, I rhyme anybody else rap they might look at you and go all right yo my man upstairs rap let's bring him down and then you gotta hold your own they gotta see if you a sucker they gotta see if you nice if you ain't nice like you might but i figure like in la man you can't just be pulling up asking people yo who rhymes you can't do it you can't even look dog you can't even ride like past niggas like i had i had i worked at target bro and niggas was on my head because i had the motherfucking red <laughs> shit on nigga i'm like god damn bro you don't see the vest fool <laughs> oh god nigga. Yeah, no i didn't have no vest but it was like i had a position where i could wear pretty much anything i want to as yeah. long as it was uh as long as it was red yeah so i was like yeah, i had my little jacket some niggas was on nigga like damn nigga like, i live right here too nigga <laughs> like you see me every day man come on oh, god so that's you feel me niggas ain't too keen on the even now i'll be watching little real estate videos and they be trying to tell niggas how to like get customers and shit they be talking about door knocking yeah. be like nigga i'm black dog i'm not gonna be going around door to door to nigga <laughs> Blah, pull up on a nigga house and he see a nigga with dreads bro even though i might look nice 
feel me? I might have on like a polo shirt and some slacks yeah. and some little and some loafers or some shit. But still, nigga, nigga, black. Nigga knock on my door. Like, who is this nigga? What, what kind of setup, bro? Niggas done got <laughs> shot for a, doing Halloween shit, bro. For I'm gonna be knocking on niggas, bro. Niggas, I see that shit on the news, and nigga, motherfucking, oh, and that on. that type of shit. That's not even like just a LA thing. Anything could happen. Yeah, anywhere. yeah. Motherfuckers is weird as fuck. You could just, it could be just a racist white man having a bad day. And I'll That's true too. Door, you feel me? And this nigga be on some shit. I could. So I tried to. I wasn't. I wasn't with the. With the shenanigans as far as going back and forth to niggas, niggas hoods. Yeah. Now, I could imagine you knocking on someone's door. Hey, man, I see uh, the water bill ain't been paid in like three months. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you finna short sale this? <laughs> like, oh, I can help like, you out. You know what I'm saying? I can oh, find God. a buyer for this. Buy what, fool? <laughs> That's what are you trying to do? Yeah, now nah, you know what? When you put it that way, bro, I can definitely see how that could be a little troublesome. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah man. Yo, outside of battle rapping and rapping in general, like, what are some of your day to day like um interests that uh that are just like completely outside of battle rap that some folks just might be surprised by? Um. I'm pretty regular at the moment. I don't really do too much. I, I like to skateboard. I like to um oh, that's ill. play you basketball. Nice? Um, I'm not nah not in not in perspective of r- the rest of the world. Like niggas mm-hmm. is out here really nice doing crazy shit. That's kind of why I stopped because I was like, nigga, I can't compete with this shit. <laughs> I ain't bringing Oh um, God, niggas jumping off of staircases and doing all type of shit. <laughs> it's not it, bro. <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, crazy. I can do a little couple of tricks. You feel me? I might jump off a few stairs, a little five stair, a couple of alleys and stuff. Yeah, hey, you feel me? Uh, I do that. I play Xbox. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying. I'm just trying to get into more. Just uh, focusing on real life right now. I don't really have too many things that I'm doing to spend money because I'm really trying to just get on and start Smart i'm man. at the point in my life where you feel me everything's coming together i'm about to start i'm trying to move out of the, the crib and all that shit yeah. this year you know battle rap going crazy so it's just i'm trying to focus on everything that's gonna be making me money this year now nah, smart man man continue to do that bro continue to do that um oh, yeah. yo you're definitely not shy about uh posting and going live from your job and stuff like that and you work overnights. Like, would you mind telling folks what you do and what working overnight is like and what it does to the human body? Oh, I do. I do security. Um, it's pretty. It's like the same. If you could, if you could sleep during the daytime, like, uh, yeah, that's. I couldn't do. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I could do it if I had to, because you would get adjusted. But it just feels so weird, man. Like, does it feel like yeah, look, like like the world is passing you by when you wake up? No, it actually feels like I could um I could enjoy the world more. Mm, How so? Up. I don't I don't sleep. I I might miss out on sleep, but at the same time, that's something that's going to be inevitable anyway with the things that I'm trying to do in my life. So this is actually preparing me to have more stamina. But mm, pretty mm. much, I I sleep pretty much four or five hours out the day. I get off at like eight. I come home. I go to sleep at like nine or ten and wake up at like two or three. Yeah. And I'll be I'll still be refreshed. I really only need like five hours of sleep. And uh, I'll wake up, it's still daytime. I could go around and do whatever the fuck I want to do. I'll be feeling like I don't got a job. I could wake up and just go <laughs> to 
the gym or sit here and play the game all day or do whatever it is I want to do, write a rap. Right. So I, I, I actually like it because um, once I get ready to like, I haven't been in school and shit, mm-hmm. but once I get ready to start going back to school and start doing all that shit, I could just plan out shit throughout my day. So like, just keep going like from 12 to eight, go to work. And then at 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. Then I have my classes. You feel me? Do all that shit and be done with everything that I need to do by like one o'clock and I'll still be able to go to sleep or do whatever it is that I need to do. So it's just all about how you manage your time and what you're comfortable with. But I I was a night person anyway, so it's pretty easy for me. Now you seem like a little party animal night owl kind of cat, man. You seem like you got that energy. Oh yeah, I could definitely, we we could turn up for sure. (laughs) Yo, what's the wildest thing like you see working overnight? Cause there's a lot of weirdos, freaks and geeks just out and about overnight, man. Like what's the the Um, weirdest, craziest thing? The, the crazy part is I don't really see too much. Like the overnight, I I do overnight at like a warehouse. So it's like, ain't shit really going on. These motherfuckers just want to come to work. Yeah. Now all the, all the crazy shit really be happening like during the daytime like motherfuckers be like doing all type of shit uh but what do happen at nighttime we get a lot of niggas that try to repo cars and shit <laughs> what oh, from God, the somebody, from the lot yeah somebody got that shit repo the other day the nigga and the, the repo man was so ready to argue i walked out there i, I don't give a fuck dog uh-huh. it's my it's my job just to report what the fuck going on you feel me so i come out here and this nigga out there on some attitude shit like you think i'm finna sit up here and go to bat for this nigga car that's not paying his bills <laughs> i don't give a fuck dog i'm just <laughs> take, I'll take my picture oh come on man like what if it was your homie's car you ain't gonna stand up for him Oh, God. No, I'm gonna tell my homie, nigga, what the fuck you doing? Nigga, you make fifteen dollars an hour. <laughs> Pay your what bills, fuck? fool. Oh God, nigga, oh. you wanted your car, right? Oh well. Oh man, I hear yeah, you. So that's brother. just the type of shit I see. Shit like that, niggas try to finesse shit like that, but I don't, I don't have too much trouble because. First of all, I'm not finna be doing none of that shit. I get paid twelve dollars an hour, nigga. I'm not finna be motherfucking ain't playing hero. chasing nobody. <laughs> I'm God. <laughs> Come here, do my little job. I got I got the little finesse gig too. I could just uh, sit up in my car pretty much for the most part. So that's why it's another cool thing. I could just sit up there and write bars and yeah. shit. Whatever I need to do. I be seeing you, man, bumping the music, your homies' music, and all that Hell stuff. Yeah. And- Oh, oh man. yeah! Nah, that, that, be having a great time at work. <laughs> Yo, man, God. I love your attitude about life, man. That shit is ill, man. Now yeah. you guys too. Now, um, jumping back to the battle rap tip. About three years ago, you and Geechee battled. It was yep. most people's introduction to you and him. It was right. your first ever pay per view. Obviously, you've battled before, but this is the first time people get to watch you live while it's happening. Now, that's got to be completely different. What were your immediate thoughts following that battle? Um, I was that I uh, that I took advantage of the opportunity. I felt like my thoughts after the battle, I felt like exactly what was going on was going to happen. I didn't think that it would take this long for me personally, but Mm -hmm. everything after like after that battle, I felt like I knew that we was both going to do big things in battle rap. Like we was pretty much the most talked about battle on the car with the, with the car full of niggas that was, um, 
you feel me, Legends, B Dot, Thesaurus, fucking Cortez, whoever else was on our car, you feel me, a yeah. bunch of big niggas was on the bottom of the car. We ended up rapping third when the room was filled. So, you know, just take advantage of the opportunities. Um, shit, that's, that's how I felt about the battle. The world was on fire after it. Niggas was calling it the new uh, Danny Myers versus Run Nitty. What, what was uh, it like? I'm sorry, go ahead. After Geechee took off, that's when niggas start um, coming back with this body bag 3-0 narrative, you feel me? Oh, but, man. Um, I was just going to ask you, what what did it yeah. feel like getting that immediate feedback from the public? Because before, you would battle. The battle might not drop to two, three months later. Who knows? And then by that time, you're on to the next one already. You feel me? Yeah. But now it's like, this shit happened, and you got to hear about it from people like right now. Like, what was that like? Um, that was dope. Actually, um, I didn't really even know that it was on pay per view or no shit like that. I just knew what? it was freaking to die. Yeah, yeah. I just knew it was <laughs> freaking to die, so I was like, "Fuck it, you feel me? Let's do it." But mm-hmm. after the after the shit, everybody was everybody was feeling the battle. Everybody was saying "Battle of the Night" type shit. Yeah. Um, and it was just it was great knowing that you feel me. I I was able to rock the same rooms as other big names that was the first time i had ever been a part of anything like that so facts facts like you said man you guys were the bottom of the flyer but now you know time goes by and you know he's where he's at doing big things and like you said it took you a little bit longer but your name is being talked about everywhere dog you know what i'm saying Hell yeah, it's all about timing. Facts. Last question on that battle. You know he had that infamous choking line. Has Mama Love ever watched that battle, and does she hate Geechee Gotti because of that? Nah, she don't don't watch battle rap. My mom mom kind of old, you feel me? So I'm not. (laughs) She she, uh, she see my rounds and be like, damn, nigga, like. Kind of wilding out, but did mm-hmm. your thing. You feel me? So, yeah. <laughs> she like you so, do your rap. My mom like a super duper nice type of person, so she not I really. You. She she don't even like to watch America's funniest home videos. What fall and shit? Oh, and got you. Fall and hit their head and shit. She be like, oh, that's not funny. <laughs> Uh, I don't really be showing her battle rap. Nah, listen, if she ain't watching America's Funniest Home Videos, she definitely ain't watching no battle rap. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> she <laughs> probably ain't even watching Family Feud. She like, it's too much for nah, my heart. She know that shit. Yeah, that's be, what she be on, Family Feud. I'm like, damn, how you watch this shit every day? Bro? Yo, but Family Feud, yo, Steve Harvey low-key, man. He oh, low-key be saying some spicy shit. <laughs> he be trying to flirt with the little milfs that be coming Try, out Yo, there. dog, man. He be, he be going crazy. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> he be looking at he be looking at them take old biddies. I'm like, yo, oh, Steve. Damn, nigga, this fucking family is entertainment, buddy. I'm like, you know we can see you, you know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, nigga don't care. Yo, when they be saying them crazy questions, you man be wilding. He be acting like he be throwing <laughs> down on the women, like he start Ooh, hiking up his, his pants and shit. And shit. <laughs> yo, he be doing them fake strokes. I'm like, yo, this guy's crazy right here, man. Nah, but he funny as shit. But um since that battle to now, what what has anything changed in your writing process? What is your writing process like? Take us through it. Um, that battle was the one that uh, changed my writing process pretty much. So before going into that, um, I, I've been battling for like maybe a year and a half, something mm-hmm. like that. And I needed like three or four months per battle to prepare. 
but they hit me with that shit, and they was like, yeah, you got this shit, and you got a week and a half, nigga, so wow. you're going to take it, and everybody was like, nigga, it's king of the die, you better do it, so I had to figure that shit out, so my approach to that battle was pretty much just have a fire first round, and just get through the second and third, and make a good impression, so I was able to do that, and that taught me how to memorize my shit within a short amount of time, and now pretty much... My ideal time, I really don't want to take no battles no more than 30 days apart, two weeks to write it, and two weeks to memorize it, and mm-hmm. I'll be pretty much good. So that's pretty much how my process go. I, um, I I spend two weeks just thinking of bars, or I spend like the whole, however much time I got just thinking about bars, and then when it's about two weeks out, then I just start structuring it into actual rounds. Mm. Cause it's, easy, it's easy to come up with setups and just think about shit. Facts. Oh, that's dope, man. And now it's like the the memorization process. Is it becoming easier and easier the the more battles you do? Yeah, it's definitely easier now. Um, pretty much, I could I could get a battle memorized in about three days. But that, the best for me to do my best, um, I need at least seven. I'll prefer to have two weeks, but I need at least seven to get my rounds down completely. Yeah, no, that's dope, man. You know what? And and you've got some of the craziest punchlines and one-liners dog and i mean like i said i'm an old head so i done seen punchers throughout the eras you know what i'm saying and i ain't blowing no steam when i say you're one of the guys doing it right now man and your shit is super duper creative who are some of the most influential not the best punchers of all time but who are some of the most influentials of punchers of all time in your eyes well, the person that really inspired the people, the person that really inspired me to do like punchline style rap and stuff was Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was that's that's probably my biggest um, inspiration in rap period um, because he knows how to keep his flow, but he also has pretty much the he. I, I feel like he's the best rapper of all time just simply because he can wow. he can he can switch his flow mm-hmm. to match any type of style, literally any style from mumble rap all the way up to conscious rap and then he has the bars the most the creative type bars where he say shit real g's moving silence like lasagna, lasagna yeah. all, all, all type of shit you feel me like that so Lil Wayne was my inspiration just purely on a rapper standpoint um battle rap um when I my first favorite battler was Hitman like I'm like a lyrical nigga but I'm the type of nigga I always look at what's gonna appeal to the crowd or appeal to the fans you feel me mm-hmm. so like i like lyrics and shit but i was always a nigga like i like hitman the performances. and then i found surf and then i started like a surf i'm like because surf was a nigga that had bars but it still was like you know it wasn't in like a try hard fashion and then after surf it was rock my favorite battle no actually it was daylight and then it was rock. daylight okay yeah, Daylight's yeah. definitely, he definitely likes his punches and one-liners, for sure. Yeah, Daylight goes crazy, because he, I, I like the fact that he knows how to, I look for people that use different type of references. The Socrates, the Socrates. <laughs> Daylight yeah, be saying arm and ratchet and yeah. all that type of shit. So, it was Daylight, and then it was Tayrock, because, like, Tayrock could actually rap, he had the flow, but then he was still saying crazy shit, nigga. If I don't steal will, to steal will. All that shit. Yeah. So now, nah, so it seems like definitely into performers for sure with Hitman and uh, Surf, but 
surf definitely mixes in the bars with the with the reality talk too man like also you know what i noticed too the guys that you picked out they have a lot of presence like they got a certain aura about them when they're there because i've seen i think i've seen have i seen i've seen daylight perform live i've seen i have not seen hitman perform live i've seen surf perform live and when you around them there's a certain energy that they bring to the table you know what i mean like yeah. that's just different from 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 the other people that stand out you know and um that's dope man and how how have you i can see someone working on their lyrics right like you try to i'm gonna try to use this line i'm gonna try to use this setup i'm gonna try to do this how does someone work on their performance and presence like how do you build that up um, well, your presence, your presence is your presence. Like, that's just your natural energy, your natural aura. If you're not really a person with too much presence to begin with, you're not going to just come to battle rap and just be able to just, like, have that energy. Like, yeah. so, ah, you born with the presence. Like, I just, that's that comes with having that confidence and knowing. It comes from having the skill and knowing that you have the skill and the confidence. And once you, when you're giving off that kind of energy, it's contagious. And, and people gonna gravitate towards it but as far as performance like you could um pretty much for me um it's just about vocal projection and and being one with your material and knowing and knowing your material back and forth like once you once you really know your material and put your all into preparation you'll be able to just i never i'm not a choreograph type of type of nigga when i'm rapping i'm not Unless it's really like a bar that I need to act out, but mm-hmm. for the most part, I'm not just sitting up here figuring out what movement or what performance I'm gonna do right here. Um, I feel like as long as you come with your um, come with your uh, preparation, your proper preparation, you should be able to. Preparation prevents poor. Uh, proper, proper preparation, preparation prevents, prevents poor, poor performance. performance. <laughs> there you go. You come out there, you know your shit like the back of your hand. You you can make a little hand movement because you know. Oh shit! I lift the round. I lift the arm from the ground like um, snap football, and you could you know that you could fucking lift that shit all the way from the ground and do some shit because right. you know and you're comfortable. But when you're not comfortable, you you just too busy focused on oh what was my line? What was my line? And just trying to get it out. So my my main thing, if you're trying to improve your performance, just improve your preparation and know your bars better. Facts, man. You know, Kayshawn says the same thing too. Kayshawn says, "Yo." I li- I might write the rounds, but I never practice them like I'm performing. It just hits me as soon as I'm on the stage, and I just move like I move like I'm on the streets. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. how it bark on you in the streets is how I'm gonna bark on you in the ring and all that. Exactly. You know? And um, it's it's dope to hear that. You know, it's interesting to to hear that you said that. Um, if you ain't got that kind of energy or that swag or that aura outside of battle rap. It's going to be hard to convince a whole room that you're something that you're not if you're not that outside of the ring. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I just had a nigga, and this was the first time that a nigga told me this, but um, I think I was on Tone Capone show. And, um, oh, Tone Capo? told me that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Tone and, Bro, um, yeah. He told me that uh, I was believable. Like, it seemed like I was... Not believable in the terms of like, yeah, that nigga's a gangster, but like, um, I am who I am when I step in the ring. Like, that's really me, like a, a young wild nigga. Like that nigga, I'm that nigga. Like, ah, 
I'm a calm person, but like if we get ready, like if you have a, a problem with me or something like that or anything, I'm on your neck. Like I I don't stop. So that's what that's how my style is when I get in the ring. Like if we if we if this a fade, nigga, this a fade, we we finna get out. And I ain't gonna I ain't gonna back down and I ain't gonna unsquare my shoulders. We going toe to toe. So that's how my demeanor is and that's how I carry myself within battle rap. Yeah, cause you always seem like a cool, just laid back. Like even when, like I heard your um your Trufo argument and all that. Um, yeah. where my man um was that on a uh, on top tier podcast? I think it was, and um I believe if I'm mistaken, my bad. And um you know, and I heard you on a uh, on Black Compass with Tone Bro, and the guy from Chicago was like trying to get on your neck. He just like yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> yo, you so laid back oh, that it's like it gets people pissed off. You know what I'm saying? No, it was on um Three Letter Man show. I apologize. It was on um yeah. on 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 PSA Hip Hop and whatnot. Like, but you said if you if you fading like you on somebody's neck, like like what kind of fighter are you when you actually scrapping and getting down? Like, um, well, usually I like when I since um when I coming up coming up, you feel me? I was always just a counter puncher. You feel me? I sit up there and wait. I, I like to wait and, and see what you're going to do because I got long arms. Uh-huh. So I want to see what you're going to do so I can move about the way and hit you with some other shit. Right. But that, now mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm I'm doing that. But now like as my confidence is growing and shit like that, I know how to be more aggressive and be the nigga that can attack. So you feel me? And I, 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 I put that within my battle rap type shit too. Like attack, attack, attack. You could defend too, but you still got to attack. Facts. Now, do people underestimate your fade game because you're a skinny cat? Dog, people done did that shit my whole life. I done had all type of motherfuckers that just tried to come up. When I was selling gummy worms, nigga tried to big ass. I was in ninth grade, nigga in 11th grade, nigga big as shit, fat as shit, trying to take my motherfucking, <laughs> tried to rob me, nigga. Oh, don't say rob you. Uh, he tried to rob me. I was up in the hallway getting my little, making a transaction. <laughs> nigga reached in my backpack and took the whole shit. What? On that nigga. Oh. On that nigga. Oh, he, man. You feel me? I, I ran chase after that nigga. He a big ass nigga. He gonna pick me up with some more shit. You feel me? I'm socking this nigga on his head. We fall to the ground, nigga. You know, this is, well, I'm not, I ain't never been no bitch. So you feel me? When a nigga yeah. try to tell me, uh, you, I don't want to hear no gun bars. I don't want to hear no, no fucking violence bars from you. It's like, shit, nigga. I'm not out here trying to prove I'm a tough guy, but my, uh, my famous words before I beat your ass is please leave me alone. You feel me? Mm, so mm-hmm. I just, that's my whole, that's my whole thing. You feel me? Fair I don't warning. want no problems. Yeah. But the, uh, at the same time, I'm not backing down from no problems. You feel me? I want all peace, but you not, I'm not a bitch. You feel me? You're not finna come over here and do nothing. I ain't finna take you mine. No, I hear exactly. you on that. Now, switching gears, bro. You know the people say that KOTD for the white folks right have you ever felt any racial tension going to any events at kotd hell no it's nothing like that uh never no racial tension or anything like that um niggas might say like some awkward ass bars or something like that or like you might not get a run back on a bar that had the word nigga in it or something like that Mm -hmm. but other than that it ain't like no it's all love like i never experienced no racism or no never heard really like no overtly like 
unnecessary shit. Like, it's all about a rap. Now, because you know, people say there's a divide between the fan bases of KOTD and URL. Like, why do you think there's such a divide based on the race between these two? Because to me, battle rap is battle rap, right? But it seems like there's that line. And some people cross over because I watch everything, dog. I don't watch Grind right. Time, Jump Off. I'm watching battle rap since the freaking 80s and 90s. So wherever the good battle is at, I'm there. But it seems right. like there is that division. And why do you think that is? Well, it's just all based on, based on styles. You feel me? It's not even based on race. Um, well, it might be based on race because your style, the style of the rap, might be deprived from where they um, where they came from and shit. But it's all based on styles. Before before King of the Dot, it was grind time. You feel me? And they was grind time style rappers versus URL rappers. I was one of the niggas where my friends in 2011 was watching grind time, and I was telling niggas, "Well, what about URL?" and blah blah blah. So it's always being some type of division just based on style url is more bar heavy more like focused on the double entendre focused on punchlines and shit like that and king of the dot grind timey type of bars where they're more focused on the rapping aspect aspect and more focused on uh rhyming and flow and shit like that so um that's basically where the divide comes in and then you know url comes with the uh they started they can't copy respect movement mm. mm-hmm. so that that was probably the best branding idea ever because that created a whole nother wave where it's like all right url is the place to be and everywhere else is pretty much second rate so right. um that's pretty much where the divide comes from i don't see it as a racial divide but i see it as a stylistic divide and you could cross over pretty pretty easily into king of the dot if you know what you're doing Ah, oh, interesting interesting now, you just mentioned uh, when URL happened that you can't copy respect and the way they branded themselves. You seem to be a guy who's pretty brand conscious and you seem to make strategic moves because you only have 14 battles. So you're yeah. not out here overworking yourself or saturating your brand, but yet you're making moves. Who, if anyone's career, have you? did you say, yo, I'm going to model the way I move based off of what this cat has done because this is what I want to do? Um, nobody really, um, I follow, I follow the big homie guy. You feel me? I follow his plan. Um, mm. it's crazy. Like talk that shit, bro. When I, when I came up, like I was a URL nigga. I never really watched King of the Die Battles. I'll, I'll watch King of the Die Battles. Don't get me wrong. I wasn't one of them niggas where it's like only URL, but my preference was with the URL. I'd rather hear bars and, and aggression. You feel me? So, uh, what was the question again? No, I'm saying, um, all right, so since you haven't uh, tailored your, your your moves or anything like that after any battle rapper, who, like, where do oh, you yeah, get the yeah. vision of how you want to make your moves based in this battle rap game? Oh, yeah, it's just uh, case-by-case basis. So um, I, I didn't choose King of the Dot. King of the Dot chose me um, when I was in... Uh, Sound like a pimp right there. I ain't choose King of the Dot, baby. King of the Dot chose right. me. Exactly. <laughs> they you chose up, baby. <laughs> oh God! When I was battling for um, West Coast Elites, uh, they hit up uh, whoever I think J Pro hit up Finesse, and that's how I ended up on the bunker. So mm-hmm. just um, I, I based it on a move by move basis, whatever my best move is uh, for the next move, and it's just this is how it's played out. So 
that after every battle, I take a lay of the land, look around, see what I'm supposed to do, ask yeah. around, see who's the next hottest nigga, see who I need to battle, and then that's where I take it from there. It's not too much super-duper planning, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's not just winging it. You yeah. got to have like a little direction. But I never was just like, oh, I want to be on King of the Dot. I want to, oh, it's... it's it's not that many black people over there. Let me go over there and be the only black person. Like, nah, I was just, you know, yeah. going with the flow. Yeah, man. Shout out to Esso Finesse too, man. Cause she low key, you know, put a couple That's- people on and the events always look like fun, man. Like they had a pajama party battle That's- event. I'm like, yo, there's some honeys in oh, there too. Yeah. I'm like, this is crazy, man. Like, yeah, you know, crack city death certificate. We the only reason why to ever be any females in the motherfucker. Hello. Uh, you feel me? Uh, other than Mafia, other than my nigga Geechee, Geechee come out you feel me with some hoes. But yeah. other than that, Geechee come out, it'd be like 70 people with, with Crack City. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Nah, that's crazy. Yo, I don't mean to get a little messy, but I'm going to get a little messy. Hey, man, what did you it, think man. about that fade between Esso Finesse and Coffee Brown, dog? Uh, um... Apparently it was it was a two it was a two parter. So I seen a video where um what's it called where uh, coffee kind of you seem like she got the little best of finesse. You feel me? And then I also seen one where finesse got the best of coffee. So it was just like uh, whoever gets to the internet first with with their shit, of course, is gonna get their narrative off. Facts. And going, you feel me? And it did look kind of bad because finesse had a little some lumps on her. Yo, was that Photoshop? Cause I seen her like a few days Shit, later, and she had her hair pulled back, her skin was glowing, like she looked good. I'm like, yo, what's going on? I can't tell what's real or what's not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't there, but from the story I heard, I heard they had that little shit. Yeah. Uh, coffee got around one, and they ran it back, and then finesse got around two. It's a little picture where you could see finesse like kind of shoving coffee face in the grass. Yeah, seen that man don't look crazy, dog. Yeah, look crazy. so crazy. They said finesse got round two, and they wanted finesse wanted to run back round three, but they were just like it's over with. Nah. So, you know what? Yeah, I, I can definitely respect that. them for finally getting the issue off because it's been going on for yeah, like a minute, dog. Long ass time, you feel me? So they got their little shit off. I'm glad that it's over with. And now they could be peace at the events. One person could be exactly. here, one person could be there. It ain't gotta be, you know, exchanging daps and hugs, but. We can keep it cordial right, and regular. Yeah, now like there's no static and stuff at the event, so that's dope, man. Salute to those right. ladies. You know, get your issue off. And real talk, man, the ladies are more gangster than the fellas, man, because the fellas talk shit all day and never throw their hands. You know what I'm saying? Man. Not that we're looking real. forward to that at, at battle rap events, but it's like the ladies are gangster, man. They definitely hold it down, yo. Man. For real. Now, switching back, you've only battled in Cali so far. Um, and you right. know, a lot of people say it don't get real until you could do the same things at home and you could do them on the road. Now, right. are we going to be seeing Saint on the road in 2020? Definitely. Um, if niggas, nobody hit me up. If niggas want to hit me up, I've been, I've been reaching out on um, Black Ice. They just said they've been seeing me right. They want to do something. Um, mm-hmm. Spit that heat Atlanta. Trying to uh, do a little shit. You feel me? I didn't know they still existed, but hey, I'm with the shits. You feel mm-hmm. me? Uh, mm-hmm. Who else? Any, whoever want to, I'm with all the shits, bro. Uh, we got I battle uh, down to play middle ground for yeah. all these PG niggas that want to talk shit. I'm down to 30, any of you niggas. It's, you feel me? We just got to do the shit in, in the right way to where I'm not messing myself up. So, nah, facts. So, 
it's just whatever. It's whatever. I'm ready to travel. 2020, we, I'm trying to get champion of the year. Oh, oh excuse oh, me, brother. Okay. Nah, man, yo, I think you taking the road does two things, man. Like, you really can't underestimate, like, how much it means to, to brand yourself going on the road, seeing the people, yeah. shaking those hands, and, you know what I'm saying, making those connects all around the country and letting the people know, like, yo, nah, I really do this. And your brand yeah. will flourish, man, doing all that. And I want to get over to We Go Hard. Ah, um, oh, listen, bro. I'm I'm from yeah. Brooklyn, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm oh, from yeah, Brooklyn. Gotta get over there. They hey. say it's, they say it's different on, on the in that type of environment. So we gonna see what's the deal. Um, I got Cuban and Ryder interested in battle, so oh. let's make it happen. Listen, man. You do that, man. I'm there, bro. That's that's the mecca. New York is the mecca. Listen, man, you do it here, you could do, forget it, man, you stamp. I feel like every yeah, real yeah, rapper got to take go it to, to New York. Let me go to a fucking area where niggas want gun bars, dog, because I'll be down there. <laughs> I got to fight for my reactions, and I still be having the biggest reactions in the room. But yeah. Yeah, a lot of niggas, you put them over there, I, I really want to see it. I, I want to see some of these PG niggas go to King of the Dots since it's so easy. Come over here and uh, spit some bars and, and get some reaction, bro. Yo, you know what? It's it's funny you say that because I kind of look at battle rap kind of like comedy at times, right? right. You got to work the room. You got to earn those reactions. You got to make people laugh. And in battle rap, you know, you got to earn your reactions. You got to make people scrounge up their face. You know, you got to make right. them, you know. But you look at a lot of comedians, right? You get a lot of black comedians at times, they'll have to go work the white rooms. And if they can work a white room and not have to pander, they could just do what they do and make people laugh. You ill, you solidified. But then, right. you know, you look at a lot of white comedians like Jerry Seinfeld and stuff. They never got to work an all black room. You know what I never. mean? Ever, ever, ever. They never got to prove nothing. And I feel like you got to be able to do both, man, because you it's a communication art and you got to be able right. to communicate whatever you're saying to whoever standing in front of you man so i think what you're saying makes a lot of sense and i think people kind of downplay like oh king of the dots only for the white folks i ain't trying to impress them white dudes but i'm like yo if you can make whoever feel what you're saying you're doing your job i don't think it's as easy as they think it would be like i think they might get a lot of quiet time man over there you know what i mean exactly they say it's because i'm the only nigga but um shoddy p was the only nigga and he wasn't talked about within the culture like this niggas wasn't bringing shoddy p up to battle all of this that and the third when he was on his little quote-unquote run and they was giving him his little names it's just all about the the quality of your content stop trying to find the excuse and start looking at yourself you feel me facts facts now you've had a couple url battles they didn't drop was that a blessing in disguise for you? Um, yeah, that's how I try to. That's how I, I, I ended up looking at it. Every time I go to URL, some bullshit. Um, the first time I choked in the third round, so that's the only battle that I'll take responsibility in. And if niggas want to say, "Oh, you fucked up," even though if you ask anybody that was in the room, I was catching a thirty, and I just choked the third round. So it just is what it is. Mm-hmm. And then the second battle. Um, me versus a nigga named Poetic Genius. Um, I got that battle two one clear. Poetic Genius, uh, that was his name. Yeah, yeah he's it's a nigga from Denver. That's a wild um, name. <laughs> that's yeah, like, him, that's some early nineties shit, man. <laughs> yeah, got Genius. that nigga, got him up out of here, bro. Get that bullshit ass name the fuck out of here. I, I flip the shit out that shit. 
And um, so, but that shit didn't drop due to audio issues. And you could actually, if you want to um, verify my claim, another battle from that was real name Brandon versus XP. And that actually did drop on the Riot channel just because they went and got the footage from KG. Because mm-hmm. they actually wanted their battle to be seen. I don't really give a fuck. But you could you could see the um you could see the audio issues in the in the battle. So I I'm not tripping off it. And then I tried to do something in March this year, um, but I ended up missing the flight and I didn't I, I ended up making it to Denver twenty minutes late and the event had just ended or wow. some shit like that. So every time I try to step over to the URL, it's always some bullshit. So I just um I'm open to the idea in the future, but at this point Especially with the list of names that J Pro just sent me just now, it's like I really don't have no reason to be thirsty over there because I mm. can literally get niggas that are respected throughout mm. the culture and keep doing what I've been doing. I got I made it to champion battling Great Fox, so that's it, it a clearly fact. Don't it clearly don't matter who you battle; it matter about what you saying and what you doing. That, so that's a fact. But I actually do think it is a blessing because now your oh, stock your stock is up, right? And like you said, you know, I ain't going to talk about the names on air, but off air, if you'd like to disclose a couple of names, I'll be all ears. You know what I'm saying? Right. But the fact that you have not, quote unquote, debuted yet on URL and you're only, you know, your stock is going up and up and up. By the time you do get there, like you have a built in fan base. There's a storyline. You can't get treated like, you know, whoever, a poop putt that they just putting out there and you already did your PGs. You know what I'm saying? Right. So. If you could have it your way, who would be your URL quote-unquote debut against, and what event would you love to debut at? If you could set it up how you want to set it up. Let's see. Uh, hmm. If I could set it up how I want to set it up, because there's precedent out there, you feel me? I look at I look at niggas like um, B-Dot, who PG was on Traffic Three, uh-huh. and I look at Loso, whose PG was on Gnome in in fucking Texas. So um, Rum Nitty, he can't he he got it out the mud. He pretty much, even though his first battle was still was still some shit, he got steams on his first go round. Right. So um, there's precedent there for me to get somebody fire. Um, I would like to get Ryder on Traffic. That, that- A lot of people- Aim like higher. Aim higher. Listen. Listen to my that, words. That, you that's can aim higher. That's an aim higher. No, 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 no. Listen. No, 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 no. Saint, listen to me. You can have it however you want to set it up. Name the battler and name the state. It, it don't gotta you could shoot for whoever you want. You know what I mean? Wherever Who would it be? I want to set it up then. Um whew. Give me, give me JC on on Smack Volume. There you go. There you go. Give me JC on Smack Volume. There Feel you me? go. You see what I'm saying? Like that. Now we talking, bro. Aim for the aim high, man. Aim yeah, high. If we bro. talking just pure fantasy, just pure. If if I can make anything happen that I want it to happen, yeah, that's probably what I'll do. Um, me versus JC on Smack Volume, and then even or even better than that, because I I really don't want to get caught doing the small room shit like i want to be a, a main stage battler give me uh shit who who would i shit me versus tay rock on a on a gnome or some shit like mm. that so mm. that would be that would be a battle but that's like that's down yeah that's down the road for sure for yeah, sure so like 
uh, let's say if I was able to do a PG on Gnome like Loso, um, yeah. let's say, shit, um, a fire battle would be like me versus Kid Chaos, like on, on a on a gnome on a or gnome something joint. like that. Prove two pin niggas could still get on a on a large stage and rock out. Yeah. Um, or me versus franchise. Uh, I can see like that. that. Anything like that, just where I could pop out. It's not just anybody that's uh, it's somebody respected in the game, and it's a big stage. It's a good stage. It's a good look. Yeah. That's what would be my perfect opportunity to get to the URL. Right, right. Nah, that'll be pretty fire, man. Um, oh, yeah. Knowing that, we're about to wrap up soon, but knowing that you're a 2K fanatic, my brother, right. who are your top five basketball players from this era? Because me being the old head, you know, I got my Jordans, I got all them dudes from back in the days, but I know it's a whole other game now. Who are your top are five players about- from are we talking about 20, 2000 to 2010 era? Or are we talking about 2010, 2019 era? I'm talking about from since you've been watching basketball to now. Since I've been watching basketball to now? Yeah. All right, so number one, you know, we got to go with Kobe Bean Bryant. Oh, of course, you know, of Kobe. course. <laughs> um, number two, that's a, that's a good one. We got to go immediately LeBron James. You feel me? Immediately, no games. Mm-hmm. Then um, number three, Kevin Durant. At the, at the small forward. Mm-hmm. And let's see, who would I put at the power? Oh, Anthony Davis at the power forward. Oof. And then uh, my guy Giannis Antetokounmpo at the center. Jeez you know, Louise. You know, that's, we not stopping it. The new, unless you, the only niggas that's stopping that is like Shaq. Yeah. Shaq, <laughs> you can't do nothing with Shaq, bro. <laughs> doing nothing with Shaq. Ain't but doing shit, nothing with I, Shaq. I throw Shaq in there because, uh, I'm, I'm I'm in that era where I seen I was there for the three peat. I was like seven, but I was there. <laughs> Facts, I was right? There. So, uh, I could throw Shaq over there over Giannis. Shaq is so dominant, really, man. So dominant, bro. Shaq is. You could. It's an argue. You could. You could say he's a goat. You feel me? If you. If, he's if up you there, man. I think. Break it down. People like underestimate Shaq it, man. Niggas. Facts, yo. Imagine Shaq trying to shoot three pointers now in th- in today's game, yo. <laughs> Look crazy. Man, I don't even think Shaq would be on that time. I think he would really be on his Giannis. Like that's why I, I, I appreciated that Shaq really crowned Giannis the new Superman because that they really like the same dude. It's like you can't stop it. You just gonna get dunked on, and that it is what it is. Where yo Shaq Shaq always said he low key always wanted to be a point guard. So you know whatever he bring it up the. <laughs> Off the court, shit. Like, doing his little dribbles. Try to do a little crossover. Oh my god! I'm like, yo, Shaq is wilding. But yo, if Shaq was to come up today, you, you guys, y'all don't play positions. There's no. I talk with my co-host France about this all the time because, like, he's closer to your age. So I'm like, yo, dog, man, you, you guys are crazy. Like, Harden starts the game, dribble, 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 three pointer, and I'm like, yo, this is the first play of the game. <laughs> Bro, James Harden is fucking toxic, bro. Oh, what? Yo, my next question I was going to ask you is, what do you think about people calling Harden the greatest pure scorer of this era? I hate 
See, I, I never, I used to be a fan of James Harden. I used to, um, you feel me? I used to fuck with James Harden. Now it's fuck James Harden. Why? Wow. <laughs> how dare, how dare you niggas come out your mouth and say James Harden is better than Kobe. This nigga out here shooting uh... two for 18 from three. He has two moves, dude. Like, what are you niggas talking about? Kobe can score from literally anywhere on the court. James Harden's percentage is shooting is 99%. It's either from three or from the paint. He can't even do a mid-range. And he got he was struggling with the Jazz because they made him shoot floaters, and that nigga was airballing that shit. Like, come on, dog. Man, like, that's... This that's, nigga has nothing to do with Kobe at all, bro. Yo, analytics took over the game, man. They said, yo, took either, over. either you're going to shoot the three or you're going to get in the lane and get to the free throw line, one or the other. One or the other, you feel me? And I, I could understand that sentiment, but... Why you think Kawhi, arguably the greatest player right now, what is he doing? He taking whatever the defense give him. If it's a three, he taking it. If he coming down and he need the mid-range, he taking it. If he got to drive to the paint, he taking it. And that's why he arguably the best player in the league right now. Yo, do you have – so you got Kawhi over LeBron? Pause. No, I, I said arguably. Okay, you me? okay. It's, um, um, I, I could see how a nigga would say Kawhi is better than because Kawhi actually sticks defense, and Kawhi actually his his offensive bag is deeper than LeBron's. But can I say that you think he so? More impact, yeah, definitely. LeBron has like one or two moves. Like he's he's very effective with those one or two moves, but his offensive bag isn't really that deep. Mm. You feel me? But um, what do you think about LeBron leading the leading leading the lead in assists this year, man? Oh, that's fire! That's fire! He's he's a point guard out here. That's he had, I feel like this Laker team is one of his best teams that he's played with. So the nigga better look, dog. We traded everybody to get LeBron, bro. This nigga nah, LeBron traded team. everybody to get who he bro, wanted. He was like, "Yo, see, look, get these fools out of here." Things, when I say these things and uh-huh. niggas be acting like I'm just hating on LeBron, hey, there you go. This nigga traded the whole team. Nah, I, listen, man, I'm a. I'm not the only one that's that's coming to that conclusion. Now I'm a I'm a I'm a low key LeBron stand. You know what I'm saying? Wherever he goes, I follow. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I'm a basketball. Those that admit that. You know, listen, man. I got league pass, bro. I'm watching everything moving. So I'm a fan of the NBA. But then, you know, you got your particular players. And I think LeBron came right around that time where, you know, I'm around your age when LeBron is, is just stepping into the league. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling the Look. new guy. So we growing up together. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. And now... He got rid of a whole squad, said, fuck these cats. Like, I need who I need, and he's delivering. You know right. what I mean? And he's stepping and up. He's playing defense again. Like, it's crazy. Like, you, because we had a whole thing going on. The Clippers cannot win a ring, bro, because Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are supposed to be Lakers, and LeBron is supposed to be wherever the fuck LeBron is supposed to be. <laughs> LeBron ain't supposed to be on my team. You feel me? <laughs> We, was, we literally had one more year. If we didn't sign LeBron, we would have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. They wanted to they wanted to come to L.A. so bad that they're on the Clippers, dude. Like, think about that. So, so wait All a minute. All we had to do was not sign LeBron, and we would have got both of them. How do you not them, sign bro. LeBron, though? Like, that's crazy. That would have that would have been blasphemous. Um, by, by not signing LeBron, by having foresight and knowing what you got going on. But you know it is what it is. So now, now I'm glad I'm fully committed and I'm fully with their plan. Yeah. I'm glad that they was able to. <laughs> I'm glad that they was able to secure Anthony Davis because last year was disrespectful. That was a rough to, year to man. me as a Laker fan. Um, 
I was very upset with, with what was going on. I was upset with LeBron for acting like a bitch. Um, oh. The nigga was, <laughs> the nigga was uh, separating himself from the team during blowouts and shit like that. He was in the same exact position as Kobe. In 2012, but LeBron folded and he didn't make the playoffs. Oh, but listen, man, he wasn't, I, I, I can't, I can't let you talk about my man. Like he that, wasn't man. able to do it. He Le, wasn't Le, able LeBron. to carry the Kobe. Look, in 2012-2013, when the, we supposedly had that old ass super team, bro, and everybody was injured, yeah, and it was, was only nasty. Kobe. Yeah, he was 27 and 32 coming out the All Star break, and mm-hmm. still made carried the. Carried the playoffs on, carried the Lakers on his aging back, destroyed his Achilles in order to bring the Lakers into the playoffs. And LeBron, LeBron was smart enough to hand, know I ain't doing that. I still nah, got some LeBron, years nah, left. No, nah, he wasn't. He wasn't. That's cap. Because what this nigga say? He thirty one and thirty two coming out the All Star break this last year when he didn't have Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Thirty one, thirty two coming out the All Star break. This is supposed to be the nigga that could dominate everybody, take any team to the finals. He talking about I activated playoff mode. Two and thirteen, nigga. Stop <laughs> fucking talking, bro. And then he and said, you get your, Eight. wait till you get your help. Wait till AD come. Exactly. We can have our, we can have our uh, shit, but stop trying to act like you that nigga that's out here just dragging trash niggas to the finals like nigga you was on the east bro like knock it off we see oh, what happened man, listen, they have no help on the west dog. east or like, not man it's still difficult to get to the finals oh, as many times as he did his body was tired he finally he it finally caught up to him he finally rested <laughs> now he got his man he got a couple other pieces and yeah, he, he ain't, he ain't do, he doing what he's supposed to do and he's not doing load management what do you think about load management Pause. Hey, I feel, I feel like that's real nigga shit. Oh, I feel like, come on, you young cats, like man. Nigga come on, man. <laughs> Kawhi's like, oh, no, I'm chilling tonight. Yeah, come on. I'm going to play, nigga. Like, what? what? If, I, if, I, if I decide that I don't want to motherfucking play, especially if I got a team on my back and I'm trying, oh my I'm trying to have God. my shit, like, nigga, do what you do. Same, I, can't... I, I can respect those that, that don't do load management as well. As long as you're not, I don't respect it when you duck and smoke. Like, I didn't respect it, even though Kawhi already locked Giannis up and, and proved that he's better than Giannis. Why he ain't um, played? That was crazy. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't respect that when he ducked the smoke. So, like, if you're going to do load management, at least load manage on weak teams. You me? Don't. Like play the niggas that you need to play. Oh uh, man, but I, I I respect you. You feel me? You do what you got to do for your career. Because at the end of the day, when you get injured, ain't none of these motherfuckers gonna pay your bills. They are gonna fuck around and trade you. So, no, you know what? I mean, I do listen. I do get that. Like it's a business, and you definitely got to look out for yourself also. But you know what happens, man? Like it's a product that everyone's selling. You know what I mean? And everyone has to work together to make it happen. But it's like sometimes I'm like. You know, sometimes they do it on purpose. Like, yo, I'm going to send the league and the team a message. Like, nah, I ain't playing tonight. I know we on TNT. I'm good. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, don't, I don't really like that shit, but at the end of the day, it's always politics and weird shit going on. Apps that we don't even know about. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I can't I can't be mad at it, but yo, so what? Load... I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no you, go ahead. Yo, what is it like for you being a LeBron hater, but being a lifelong Laker fan, like, as they were See, like, how do you feel? I was not a LeBron hater. When he came to L.A. and everybody was saying, fuck LeBron, we don't want LeBron. 
mm-hmm. all that shit. Like I was, I was like, fuck it. Like let's embrace this nigga. Let's, uh, cause I, I was a nigga. I was telling niggas like, y'all gotta respect this nigga. He out here like when he was doing his shit in the finals versus the Warriors and shit like that. I was giving him re- his respect. So I ain't never really had too much of an issue with LeBron. So mm-hmm. when when he came to the team, I wasn't super excited because I wanted to I, I wanted to build with what we had with our rookies and Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, and all that shit. But at the same time, I was accepting of it. Yeah. Where I turned was when the last year when the when the um, All Star break rolled around, trade deadlines came. And LeBron was trying to trade the whole team and all this different type of shit. We were supposed to be fourth seed, fifth, uh, third seed shit, but it didn't work out. So now he's trying to trade all the people that I've been sitting here watching and sitting niggas be trash for years. And we, <laughs> finally, we was finally doing good. And then this nigga trade everybody and we still ended up not making the playoffs after that. So I was kind of, that's when I started was on my LeBron, fuck LeBron tip. Like when we got blew out by the Pacers and he just uh, went and sat at the edge of the bench. Kobe would have never did that. Mm. Kobe would have been in the game. He fucked around and would have brought us back, and we would have won the game. That's so. I, that's just the type of shit that I don't fuck with with LeBron. But now that he's here, um, we we got AD. Um, well, I'm here for it. You feel me? I'm 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 here to support. So I'm glad that we doing our shit. I don't got no issues with this nigga. But if this nigga start acting like a bitch again, oh. you feel me? We're going to have to call him out on it. Uh-huh. And on top of that, you cannot lose to the Clippers again, dog. You nah, yo, listen, that opening night hurt my heart, dog. Bro, I that, was so mad, bro. I'm like, dog, and they don't even got Paul George, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, that was that was. But rough, that was their first little game. Uh, both AD and LeBron struggled. Niggas tried to just put it on LeBron. Like, no, um, AD took like one less shot than him, but they pretty much had the same exact field goal percentage, the same shit going on. They was both struggling. So I feel like now that they in a groove, AD out here dropping 50 on niggas, we're going to see the real. Shooting threes like it's nothing. Like it's it, it's it's scary, man. And Shooting threes, web ball, bro. This nigga's doing all type of crossover spin moves. Word. Yo, he dribbling dribble like he's 6'3". Like, why you a power forward or what? No, nah, I think he was like a point guard in high school or something like nah, that. Yeah, and he, he just grew like his his, yeah, his handle is crazy, son. His handle is crazy. Ridiculous. Word. Now sticking with the LA theme, we all know that the West Coast and California in particular has got the best weed in the world. Women, weather, and weed, man. Yeah, exactly. The three W's. What are Saints' go-to strains? Let's see. I, I fuck with Gorilla Glue. Mm-hmm. I fuck with um, Wedding Cake. Mm-hmm. I fuck with a Sativa. I fuck with Blue Dream. That's pretty much my favorite Sativa. Mm-hmm. And then and listen for an Indica. What's my Indica? It's got to be the OG Kush, really, man. You a LA cat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's fuck with the OG. I just Come had on. some OG the other day. Uh, uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, this this that shit. So, yeah, some OG Kush for the straight Indica vibe. Man, you you young cats are so lucky, man. When I was coming up and being in New York, it's like, bro, you had <laughs> you, listen. you older and from New York. <laughs> exactly, right? You feel me? But, you know, things have changed since I've grown up. You feel me? Like, oh, I, I got the palate of a West Coast cat. Let's say that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But coming up, it was, you know what I mean? It's like coming up, it's like, yo, either you yo, had I the Jamaican to, um, brown the blacks <laughs> you might have had some skunk 
You know what I mean? The, the, the scammer. And, and that's about it. That's about it. It was like, and then like, y'all done changed the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was rough out here. Like, you got whatever you had is what you had. You know what I mean? That was it. Uh, I went to um, Massachusetts uh, when I did the little mass battle. Yeah. Um, motherfucking, I got some weed, dog. Yeah. Like, the weed was Oh, it was so hard, dude. I ain't never seen no shit like that. And then I got the, uh, I went to go get a Dutch and it was like big as fuck. It was like, oh, you like, what do I do like, with this? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the hell is this shit? Why it's so big? Uh, like, hey, yeah. I got this dry ass weed and I got this big ass Dutch. Like, y'all trying to destroy my throat, dog. Yo, I was going to say, man, like when you LA cats, because y'all don't know how spoiled y'all are, man, because you, get, and, and, and you mad young. So you really don't know how spoiled you are, cause, cause niggas I mean, be ready to go home. Yo, like, my oh, dude, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's pretty crazy, man. Like, so you're super spoiled. So it's like, like you guys are so disgusted. I've seen people do it. They just like, yo, what is going on out here? Like, they're ready to just like quit. You oh, know me, like, nah, I can't do this, bro. I'll just drink, a, I'll drink something. <laughs> man, like, yeah, I'm gonna kill my liver right now. I ain't finna oh, smoke. <laughs> so what's your preferred uh what do you do papers backwoods like what's your uh, thing i got a bong that's what i like uh, to smoke you a bong cat i fucks with that yeah, man I, I got i got my bong I, i'm i'm a paranoid nigga i'm always thinking about shit i, I be thinking like i don't want to get cancer and shit so I'll yeah like, yeah yeah but at the same time i'll be thinking like either way i'm smoking so it's like some shit but then i think to myself you know you be high so you be thinking and shit and yeah. i'm just like well they prescribe this shit to cancer patients, so <laughs> <laughs> there's something going on here. Nah, you do so the I glass, nah. That's good, uh, man. Yeah. But if I'm in public or something, I'll I smoke a blunt, I have no problem. Uh, plus, the, the tobacco make you get, like, a little bit better high. Like, oh, like you get... Oh, you no, get, man. You get, like... I don't, don't want to say better, but it's like you get more, like, the head... Yeah, right. that's that cancer shit going to your head, fucking you up. Oh God, it is. Right? <laughs> that's that oh, tobacco. God. Yo, think I'm about this. Think about this, right? You got the greatest product on earth. Why would you ruin it? Exactly. That's why I'm on my bond with the with water. You get the bond. We need water. Yo, you fuck with the volcano. The volcano. What is that? The vaporizer. The bag that blows up. Oh no, nah, no, nah, nigga. Oh, I was fucking with my guy. Fuck with that shit, but. Then um niggas start bleeding on the inside from vape pens. No, 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 no. It's it's I Google go to YouTube. Oh, wait, wait. You talking about like a flower vaporizer? Yes. Yes. Uh no, I never actually seen one in real life. Like I I never My dude Go on YouTube, look up the volcano, and if you know someone who got one, go and enjoy that, my brother. I'm gonna have to try that. And then out. say, That's and then thank shit. me later. Send me a text. Like I appreciate you, my dude. You're a New York okay. cat who smoked ass weed as a youngin, <laughs> but now you do. You definitely do know what you talk about. And I appreciate you putting me on. <laughs> you oh, know what I'm saying? I'm gonna have to check that out. The volcano. Word. And then do the raw cones when you out, man. Don't give yourself that cancer shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh don't, yeah, don't do I'm that, fucked man. with the raws. I was fucking with the raws for a minute. The raws is like, um. The, the only thing is, I gotta make sure that I'm putting enough weed in them shits because they're not gonna burn. Nah, yo, but you know what? That, we did it. We did a test at Gnome Nine, right? Yeah. My man had 
he had, I don't know what he had, the backwoods or whatever. He had some blunt paper. Yeah. And we had the cones. We was like, all right, let's light them up at the same time. See what's up. Still, everyone's like, oh, this one burns slower. The cones going to burn super fast. Dog, they yeah. burn the same amount of time. Oh, God. Like, like if you dead ass. weed in them shits, like at least a cool gram in that shit. And yeah. Like regular, Come on, like, bro. Shit, like, we, we, listen, if you got a cone and you're not filling up the cone, like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, like, what, exactly. Come on, that's, bro. that's how you start getting your shit side burning and burning off fast because you got 0.5 grams in the joint. <laughs> Or in the king uh, size, least, right? Like, what are you doing? Hell yeah, you need the king size. You got to put at least a gram in that shit. Exactly, man. Exactly. Now, so definitely do the cones, man. Check out the volcano. I'm telling you, bro, you will be very, very happy. Now, uh, saying yeah, to round this up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, young cat, fly cat, the ladies dig you. Coming yeah. up. The women from my era who we appreciated, we had some of the names you might remember, you might not. We had Halle Berry. We had Bruh. Robin Givens. We had uh, Nia nah. Long. We yeah. had J-Lo. Yeah. The list goes on. Those are some of the classic ladies from my era. Who are the top Ooh. five ladies from Saints era? Oh, well, you know, off tops, you got to go Lauren London, Megan Good. Okay, yeah, Ma- Megan crosses over to me too. Okay, Lauren London, Megan Good. Those was like that was neck and neck when Lauren London kind of pulled ahead recently, just because she be out there and she kind of like you know she do her, she like an icon. Mm-hmm. But um, when Road Bounce was out and when ATL was out, it was Megan Good versus Lauren London. We was trying to figure it out. Listen, man. I, all right, if we taking away all the extracurriculars and this and that. If you just Ooh. looking at him, man, I think I might have to roll with Megan, dog. Ooh. Megan got a better booty. I mean, Ooh, no disrespect yeah, to Lauren yeah. and all yeah, that. We she, sound she crazy right now. <laughs> we that like, was always the thing that I looked at at Lauren Lennon. I'm like, she, she lucky, like, not to be an asshole. She's lucky, like, a little bit out of shape. A little, little SpongeBob. She got the Mexican booty. You know what I mean? Oh, God, she got the little Mexican joint going on. But she's so beautiful, though. You know what I'm saying? She's fire as fuck. Oh, man. R.I.P. Nip, man. I feel crazy right now talking about this, but, but, no, for sure, for sure. But you know, you know how uh, cats get, you know what I mean? Oh god, niggas be on weird time. Oh, uh let's see. So we got them two. Ooh, now I get to I gotta think more. Yeah. Because there's so many. There's so many. Uh you got three more. Shit, nigga, it's I fuck with because it's it's and then it's so many different bitches. Like then you got like Tessa Thompson, like the 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 recent bitches. Like Tessa Thompson was up in Creed. You feel me? She was looking mm-hmm. fine. You got mm-hmm. Zoe Kravitz mm-hmm. looking fine. Yo, Zoe's mom. Uh, oh, whoever Lenny Kravitz's wife is, Lisa Bonet. Oh yeah, okay, y'all know who that is. Yo, oh, yeah. if if Lisa Bon Lisa Bonet and Erica Badu Man. are the most mystical women who hold powers on this earth, my brother. I don't know yeah. where they came from. But those two are on the all-time list, man. Oh, so God, you picking Erica Zoe, Badu. I can respect that, young God. I can respect that. 
Hell yeah. Let's see. Uh, and we we doing actress bitches, right? Just whoever. You know what? No Instagram, because I don't even know who they no, are. I yeah, I don't I'm even know Instagram who they bitches are. are cheating, bro. Instagram <laughs> bitches are cheating, bro. Dog, they don't the care. filters. Listen, yo, I've been to plenty of battle rap events, and I've seen some of these battle rap Chicks. ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and when the filters are not on, you could barely recognize them, dog. Like it's crazy. Yeah, crazy. It's wild. Like I don't know how you cats do it, man. Like your era is crazy, dog. But yeah, you, these days you need a birth certificate and some more shit. <laughs> now nah, you need you need like kid pictures. You know, like what, what your mama look like. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Word, man. Now nah, see what's um what's that one? She fine as hell. Uh, I don't know that bitch name. She, I think she kind of from your era too. Uh, she like dark skin. Uh, Rudy Huxtable? Nah. Nah. Rudy she was she in like Tyler Perry movies. I fuck with Taraji too. Taraji fine. Mm, like them old heads, I see. We'll throw Taraji up in there. Okay. Uh, let's see. Gonna keep it rocking. That's that's three so far. So we got now. You got like got, four. You, now you got a good. You rounded out your list. I got I got four. I, I know I got. Megan, I think you had Zoe. Lauren. You had Megan. You oh, yeah, got Lauren. You there. had the chick from Creed and Taraji's your fifth. Uh, no, nah, I'm not putting Tessa Thompson up there because she don't be fine as hell like that all the time. <laughs> like some, sometimes I be seeing her and she look kind of strong. So I'm like, nah. She be looking <laughs> handsome. Yeah, you feel me? I'm like, nah, nah. <laughs> right, so who's the fifth, the final one? I'm trying to find one. You got five, four, three, two, one. Uh, let's throw let's throw Jada in there. Oh, okay, man. My man threw an old foot in there. I respect that, brother. I respect that, man. She's definitely a classic. Yeah, man, that's a that's a it's a nice little list there, player. Nice little list, man. Now, Saint, for sure, man, Saint, man, it's been a pleasure rocking out with you. Let the people know what's next for Saint. What could we look out for in the future? Um, February twenty second, Saint versus QP. We're taking out all y'all. Which QP? Uh, quantum physics. Okay, where Saint versus QP? Uh, at the Chamber Battle League. Uh, in Monterey, California, it's going down. It's a couple of uh, fire battles on the card. We got right. versus Live versus A Ward. Got, a word? Uh, yeah, we got Matt Flex versus Danny Myers. Uh, Yo, this this joint's tight. Hell yeah, it's gonna be a little fire card. And um, I got a nigga named Dot Everything on West Coast Elite in January. Okay, so that's gonna be fire. And then. I'm just waiting on the next main stage plate. I just hit up J Pro this morning, trying to figure out what's the deal. He hit me with some names that uh, they're trying to get for early next year. That's looking like it's gonna be a, a great way to start out my Champion of the Year campaign. Okay, so, we saying it early, man. See it, Champion of the Year 2020 going to Saint. My man is visualizing it. He's proclaiming it. He's putting it out there in the yeah. air. Nah, I fucks crazy. with that. Any music coming out for you? 
Loose Change EP dropping hopefully within the next 30 days. Right now I'm waiting on um, my cover art to come in. As soon as the cover art come in, I'm going to get my single mixed and mastered. Then we're going to drop the single. Then we're going to focus on getting everything else all squared away so we could drop the EP. Hopefully I could get that dropped by the end of January. Mm -hmm. Then I got a full mixtape dropping after that that I'm already working on. And that should be coming anytime after March. I wanna I wanna have it out in time for the uh to roll it out for the summer. You feel me? So we got we working on all fronts. Facts. Listen, man, when that drops, hit me up, bro. Come back up here, promote that joint. You know, man, Definitely. it's an open door policy for you up here, man. You know what I mean? And appreciate that, man. Man, anytime. Listen, man, anything you got going on, man, just holler, dog. Ain't nobody Hollywood here. You know what I'm saying? Like just holler. And we'll share everything with the audience, man. It's all good, man. Saint, bro, let the people know where they can get in contact with you, man. Saint LA on all social media. You put your, you put Saint LA, you put it in Saint LA on Twitter. It's gonna come up Saint LA underscore. Anywhere else, it's just Saint LA. Um, Facebook Saint LA, Instagram Saint LA. Uh, Facts. Yeah, that's, that's it. And that's S A Y N T. L-A underscore for any of y'all slow folks out there. You know, youngin had yes, to put sir, the twist I'm on it. You feel me? I'm not little saint or none of that shit. <laughs> A young saint. <laughs> none of that shit. Saint L-A. Facts, man. Yo, saint. I really appreciate your time, man. It's been a pleasure. Another classic oh, interview yeah, in the books, man. Pleasure pulling up. Oh, for sure. Big dog, man. Listen, man. Much blessings going into 2020. I look forward yes, to sir. you doing major things in 2020, man. So appreciate your time, player. Uh, yeah, appreciate you having me on, man. Anytime, dog. Peace. Yes, sir.